Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Feeling all of 45. Enough. Going on 15. What, what, oh, sorry. What's it's just wrong? you have a loud voice. I'm really close to you. Yeah, we're doing radio. That's how it works, Yeah, but it doesn't dummy. have to be that loud. Shut up. Uh, we're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Did they get me singing on there, too? The very, very, very... Just little, the end? So now, of, uh, so now there was not even a payoff. A little bit of W-O-L-D. It. Did you ever hear that song, Tone? You ruined my work. ears and you didn't. Shut up. God, you bitch and moan. Isn't it? By the way, speaking of call letters in a song... Uh, to live and die in LA, I think they say 92.3. They probably, well, yeah, they do. Yeah, I think that's a hip hop station in LA. It is, or okay. was at least back in the day. But they say it in the song, and we've never incorporated it into our in uh, into our imaging. Is the place to be? Um, to a- live and die in low rain. You could do the whole spoof. <laughs> Did you ever hear that Harry Chapin song? W O L D. Yes. Yeah. What do you think of that song? You know that was Joe Tate's favorite song. No, that's what he wrote that does not surprise me in the least. <laughs> that's, that's a sad Tate. song, man. That's a sad-ass song. It is. You, like You're like, man, if I left my wife, I'd be right there. I'd be right in that running for big old fat radio guy. So before we get to the skunk, which we never got to, and maybe oh, we don't want to do it at all. Jesus, I, totally, I forgot the skunk today. No, so I totally forgot. So I heard a song on the way in. Sometimes I listen to podcasts, and sometimes I listen to... That 70s channel, an 80s channel, a 90s channel. Yeah. And it's whatever catches my ear. And I don't like any of the hip-hop in the early 90s, which is funny because that's like the most influential of hip-hop, but I don't like any of it. I like the 90s hip-hop. The 80s hip-hop is a little bit tough. I've told you, I've always done the uh, the impressions. Like, mm-hmm. if you just speak in any cadence, you can that's do hip-hop. some... And I know, like, listen, I know they were singing about serious stuff, but mm-hmm. if you just like, look, 
Looking at the uh, clock and talking to Tone. Yeah, how bad was music before that 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 was considered really good? You have a bad mic. What do you need to do? You turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. And then it's it's always the most simplest of synthesized drum beats. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I heard a song. Do you remember the group Live? Yes. Okay. So Lightning crashes. Yeah. I didn't Lightning realize. Crashes. I was listening, Lightning but it wasn't that one that I was listening to. I alone. What song were you listening it to? It was I alone, and they played it on sing, one of these stations. Sing that. I can't. I can't. Well, we are not allowed to play any of this either. Yeah, yeah we don't have. But all of a sudden, copyright. I realized the top five songs of live. I knew every single one of them. Really? And I'm like, am I a closet live fan? rock fan that I don't? You know, Red Hot oh, Chili Peppers too. That, but live Red Hot was... Chili Peppers. I, I swear, now now am I allowed to like Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes, I run it by people because I'm not allowed to like Dave Matthews. I'm not allowed to like this. I'm not allowed to like that. These are pop songs. Right. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, I mean, that's rock, but they had a lot of popular songs. Well, California, af- Californication and Either After were, more, were much more contemporary top 40 songs. So as much as you know and I know that I don't have the connection to music that you do mm-hmm. or that, that anybody, anybody that ever calls in, like you start talking about music and I'm like, I know I should know yep. that, but I don't. But you're talking about songs that were on MTV every day during the 90s when you mm-hmm. would have been watching MTV every day. There's right. still a couple, I'm looking at my 90s list on my Spotify, that it's hard for me, like I, you name the band and if you play the song, go... Oh, that's it, but it's in my... Here, put me to the test. Here, scroll down. Okay, okay, okay. Scroll down. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, tell me some bands, tell me some groups, and let's see if I can get the song. Okay. Or the, even, the, even, the, uh, okay. even the song. It's tough. But I, it's, you're New Radicals, I would have gotten this. You always get... You only get what you get. Yep. Third Eye Blind. Um, oh, my God. I know what this one the, because uh, I requested it. I requested it on the radio. She loves me for me. No. Uh, wait, what well, is you it? might also have that, uh, too. I would... Un- the- Wish you would step back off that ledge, my friend wants to call if it. If you would only yeah. see nope. the way that's not, she loves that's me. That's filter. Maybe you'd understand. Uh, I, li- I actually like that song. song. Yes, this is, is uh, Semi-Charmed Kind of Life. Oh, that's oh, it. Oh, I know see? something yeah. it's else. Hard. I used to wash yep. dishes. Oh, I got another one to these songs. Oh, my God. Savage Garden. Truly Madly Deeply. Yep. yep. Uh, Eagle-Eyed Cherry. Save tonight. Save, Save tonight. tonight. Yeah. Oh my God! Every one of these, Sister Hazel. In that uh, Urban Meyer's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> Were they performing there that night? Probably. Is gonna lap dance. <laughs> uh, Crash Test Dummies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hootie and the Blowfish, which is great because we used to have a personality here at the station who had a whole bit on Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, that's right. The Dolphins made me cry. And there's nothing I can do. Uh, ben Folds 5. Brick. Mm-hmm. There you go. 6 a.m., day after Christmas. Oh, you have Vertical Horizon in there, too. You can't do that <laughs> song <laughs> anymore. My old boss. Why? Rick, it's outlawed now. Why? Really? Do I not know something? I'll tell you after. Okay. So. Uh, I didn't mean to be bad. Like, like. No, you're fine. Oh, okay. My, I have a boss who was a, pro, who was a programmer. I have an old boss who's a programmer. He played it every morning. You're gonna text my phone that Anthony saw. Oh yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, that's true. Um, boy, there's some good. Uh, Donna Lewis, I love you always, forever. No, 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 no,
Oh, that was had to be, an uh, X? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that that's that one song. I didn't even know that. In a theater. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. oh, Both an interesting, in, interesting career for Dave Coulier. I've got another interesting career for you, dating back to shows Whoa, during that time. Are you serious? I'm serious. Jesus. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Look at your phone. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Look at your phone. Don't say it out loud. Look at your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm serious. I had no idea. Was that in a Casey Kasem tidbit during a countdown? Ain't coming up at number 14. If, if I would have been drinking something, I would have done a spit take right there. Well, we need more of those types of songs. Uh, the other, we were talking about Dave Coulier, Alanis Morissette, and Real they, they like doubled over to other things. Yeah. Did you know Bill Nye the Science Guy? <laughs> oh, oh, and look at you. Oh, Did no, you know sorry. Bill Nye the Science Guy was on a sketch comedy show based out of Seattle? <laughs> Just yeah. look at your phone before I can do this. <laughs> Just look at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. We got the laugh now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy was in a sketch comedy was show. It was called Kids in the Hall. It was like Kids in the Hall. It was they called had, Kids in the Laboratory. This was Northwest. It was called The, the Sky is actually. You purple. would have thought they had a lot of the same sensibilities of a Canadian sketch comedy yeah. troupe. It was called Something Alive or whatever. And Bill Nye the Science Guy was in this sketch comedy show. You can look it up on YouTube. So I'm like, is this where he got discovered? It was very bizarre. And actually, the lead writer for this show back in the late 80s on King TV in Seattle ended up becoming a big-time writer. Uh, They're a big deal. A big-time writer at uh, Saturday Night Live. King TV's a big deal. Yeah, it was. Uh, did I share? I shared with Owen while during a break. I wrote it down. I tweeted it out. I have a theory about Golden Girls. So I, share, I woke up and shared a theory about Donovan Mitchell, and then I immediately put under it uh, also, and I put a theory about Golden Girls. I think Golden Girls... Could very well be the most complete sitcom ever written. Sitcom. Sitcom. And there's a reason behind it. And I'm about to tell you. The I was going to do a ranking yesterday. We're sitting down, reading dinner, and Liz and I watch Golden Girls. And then I go upstairs and I put on the Gardos before I fall asleep. And we're watching TV. We're watching, Gard, we're watching Golden Girls. And I thought about ranking the characters. And I was just going to put it out there and maybe bring it to the show or whatever. And I go, I can't really rank them. They're all good folks, and I like them all, and they're all nice. Now, Owen was able to rank them. Owen said Rose, just because she's funny and he likes her. Her timing is amazing. There you Betty go. White's timing is just did, the best. Did you watch any Golden Girls tone? Or all of it okay, when I was young, okay. yeah. So, you know, it's amazing to me. Like We're going back through it, and I've seen Golden Girls, obviously, many, 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 many times before. But they're all protagonists on the show. And what makes it so complete is that it goes eight seasons. I think it spanned eight seasons. And you, ha- I, I can't imagine how much TV you have to write. Where yet, like, there were shows where Rose was in a bad mood, and Estelle Getty was clearly always in a bad mood. Right. But they're all good, and they're all protagonists. So what the writers had of, of Golden Girls had to do, they had to write TV where you introduce a new character as mm-hmm. an antagonist every episode seven seasons 180 episodes seven seasons you had to write Mm. you had to write television and introduce a new basically a new there were a couple of reoccurring characters obviously stan showed up things like that but you had to reintroduce characters and introduce characters constantly in that show is george clooney 
one of the characters? No, he was from Roseanne. Roseanne. Who yeah. was that? There was a famous. Was there, it was named Booker. Hold on, there's yes. there is somebody very famous that was on Golden Girls as a recurring character, and I can't remember who. Uh, James Earl Jones. That might have been that. Totally joking. That's not like a walk off like we usually. Do. So I, I just thought he wore the Darth Vader mask. I thought that about <laughs> when they did those crossovers. Blanche came out of the room, and so did James Earl Jones, didn't, and nothing but the Darth Vader mask. Didn't Gilligan's Island do some weird crossovers? Or they had some the weird Harlem ma- Globetrotters came to the and island. they had the magicians. They had a magician yes. on the island somehow. Or it's whatever. like how do you guys get the magician on and they can't go? Poof, you're off the <laughs> prestige. No. <laughs> He wasn't that skilled. He we wasn't that good a of a ten magician. minute show. The show's up. He needed oh, to practice more. I gotta tell you. So, did you just say what I think we were all thinking about Gilligan's Island? Say it. Hey, you, I thought you were saying it. Oh no, I don't like Gilligan's Island just because of that. Because of what? Like, hey man, the skipper's cool and Gilligan's cool. The rest of it's too camp. It's too campy. It's too like it's too. It's just too. That's what TV like, was. Sixties, I know, but like, no, there was some good TV written in the sixties. It was just so 60s, like, all right, we're going to do this, and then we're going to dance, da, 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 like that type of thing. Like, didn't like it that much. I didn't like Gilligan's Island that much. I'm sorry. The song's great. I wasn't, in, I wasn't into it that much. Thurston Howell and his wife were all right. Ginger, it's like, but then you got the professor, and you're thinking, if you can create all this, just build something to get the hell off the island. If you can do all that, just get off the island. It probably was very challenging to the writers to try to figure out what the hell can we do on yeah, this island where there's probably, nothing. Yeah. That's probably a good point. I shouldn't say it. I, you know what? That I so, give a lot of respect That probably to the sounded like a show. great idea on paper. And, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then you get halfway through the first season. They're like, oh. And they're like, we have no ideas that anybody will believe. It's like Lost. Uh, yeah, which ran out of steam in a big way the last season. See, I never watched, uh, I never watched Lost. That was one of those where I'm like, I put in all this time and for what? Ugh. We're brought to you by Extend. You brought up an interesting point during a segment about another thing we were talking about during the break. You said we were watching, uh, we were talking about the All-Star game, we were talking about the home run ch- home run derby, and whether or not Jose Ramirez, whether or not it was a good idea to participate. And you and I both agreed it's it's summer hack to debate it. We didn't believe. We're not going to debate something we don't believe in if we don't believe that this is going to affect Jose Ramirez, right? That's mm-hmm. what we said. Not at all. And you said you have not, well, you didn't even know or remember that they have a clock now on home run derby. And they do home run derby, derby differently than they ever have. Like, you started to make kind of make an ass out of yourself there. And I'm like, well, they changed the format a few years ago, Anthony. But that, that drove home my point further. It's that yes. it's not in the public consciousness Lots as it better used to be. spinning himself out of being an idiot than I am. And that's, that's the biggest difference here. You just always followed up. I'm giving you. Yeah. I'm giving you a look behind the curtain. All you have to say is, "No, that's part of my bigger point," and then spew some more BS. That's how it works with him. No, Me. what you don't understand is Ken is that's actually precisely what I was talking that's about. That's what he does. See, and he goes, "You don't understand." Oh, <laughs> I don't understand that they changed it to a clock several years ago. In fact, I still lived in West Park when they yeah. changed it to a clock. But then that was the commissioner's point when they changed the clock was <laughs> why we need to do that, and you're just stalling for more. Stalling for more time. And you said you used to watch the skills competition, and that used to be a big deal. And it goes to something I said during a break today. I said, you know what? Let's bring it up during the podcast. Because I tweeted out that if you're a hockey fan, you're either going to really like this podcast or you're going to hate this podcast. So I sat down yesterday, and I have ESPN+. Plus. Congratulations on all my success. And there's been something I've been wanting to watch, and I couldn't find it until yesterday. I saw it on a promo... And it was just sunset, but it wasn't available yet at the time. It was right before the Stanley Cup playoffs started. And it was called Unrivaled. I think it's called Unrivaled. I finally found yes. it. And it is 
the basically the history, I think this starts in 95, 96. Correct. Of the Colorado Avalanche, formerly the Quebec Nordiques, against the Detroit Red Wings. And the history of it, and it is so incredibly well produced. It is so it I don't I don't mind hockey. I like hockey. I just don't know the rules. I respect it. I just don't know what's going on. And it's not on my product ladder. I told Owen, I go, football, baseball, basketball, not always in that order. Usually it's football, basketball, baseball for me. Mm-hmm. And NASCAR, golf. If you got NASCAR in there, hockey ain't going to fit. It's just not going to fit. If it's NASCAR, which is basically auto. It's not just NASCAR for me. It's F1, the other things. I don't want to get too far off the trail here. Hockey is just not on that product ladder. But it doesn't mean I don't respect it. It doesn't mean I don't think it's cool and that fans who like it, they really like it. They're really passionate about it, and I think it makes it fun. Especially the history of hockey, too. And I like watching historical stuff about hockey and hockey players. Like the, the, the stories of the enforcers, Bob Probert, like, all the, like, the guy, like Tony Twist. Ty Domi was a pest, but I like mm-hmm. to throw him in there too. Like those type of players. I like I like watching the history of it. And I started watching this documentary. I got about 40 minutes in. I had, to, I had work to do. I still have another hour and a half, hour and a half to watch it. But it was that guy. good. You, you raved so about good. it. It was so incredibly well produced. And I go, it, hockey did themselves such a freaking service getting back on ESPN. Because NBC, Peacock, people don't really like Peacock that much. They're not liking it as much as people thought. They bitch about Peacock. The interface is kind of difficult to deal with. I know I do a lot of bitching about uh, NFL uh, Game Pass, which is the worst. It, it went from the best to the absolute worst. But a lot of people are not big on Peacock. But ESPN Plus, I tell you, the interface is great. The, the, the server's great. Whatever they're doing, I mean, rarely do you have something go down on ESPN mm-hmm. Plus. It's perfect. Perfect. And there's so much programming there. And now you have these games on ESPN Plus, and you can go find it, and they're playing the old music again. It's like, man, all I need is Gary Thorne, who, by the way, is in the documentary. Mm. Oh, it's awesome. Talking about the two He's, teams. He was awesome. He got you into hockey. Yes. Like, how could you not? Yes. And it dawned on me, because I'm going, why? I like hockey. And who's the There's, Albert? Was it Steve Albert? Not Steve uh, Albert. Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert. And I'm thinking, I love, everybody thinks of Doc Emmerich, but those two are great, too. So I'm thinking, and you think, too, why are we not into hockey? Why are we not as into hockey? Okay, Cleveland's never had a professional team while I've been alive. You were born in 81. I think they mm-hmm. had the one season in the mm-hmm. 70s with the merger of the two teams, and they tried it with the Cleveland Barons over at Richfield. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. How long did they give them? Like one season. Yeah. They could, like, couldn't meet payrolls and old, the old-style problems they used to have in hockey. So I started thinking, and it dawned on me, like, okay, ESPN, great platform for it. Everybody loves to rip on ESPN. I think it's a cool thing to rip on ESPN. But a lot of people start and finish their sports at ESPN. It's just how it works. They own a lot of things. I mean, they own 98% of the bowl games. People don't realize this. They own the bowl games. ESPN owns them. (laughs) So it's where the sports go. So it makes sense for hockey to be back on ESPN. They're doing themselves a good service. But why did guys our age... We weren't like we were, it wasn't like we were huge hockey fans, but we paid attention and we feel we paid more attention when we were younger. And when you walked out of the, out of the studio, it dawned on me 
because I'm watching this documentary tone and I remember every name they're talking about. And it was a trip down memory lane. I did not watch these games. I didn't tape these games. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i remember the names though mm-hmm. i remember scotty bowman and forsberg and mm-hmm. joe sackick i remember talking about joe sackett with my buddy dan carapides coming home from baseball games because he like it was the it was the Panthers and Avalanche, and he really wanted the Avalanche to win. And I like the Florida Panthers because they were in Florida. And my dad's a Dolphins fan, right? And I'm thinking, why? And I go, oh my god, it's Sports Center. And I told Owen. Owen agreed. When we were all kids, we watched Sports Center in the, the morning. entire episode, and the then you watched episode. it again. And you watched it again. <laughs> and then it would be on during study and hall. And if you had access to go find a TV and, in your school, you'd watch it again. And it was the same episode. Mm-hmm. 
So you didn't have your phone point, on you either. You didn't have your phone distracted. Yep. Oh, I'm bored with these highlights. I'm going to look at my phone. It nope. got to the point where you could start to regurgitate what Stu and Linda Cohn and Bill Pito and yep. all those guys yep. were going to, Gary Miller, what all those guys were going to say from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. You had five hours of freaking Sports Center in the same episode you would watch. And it were the same highlights. Okay, they hit every game. Every exactly. NBA game, every baseball game, so every hockey. Now there was no short shrift like, oh, we just ignored a game. Half a sports center? I don't think they show all the highlights anymore. No. Half a sports no. center's just debate. They're not showing highlights. It used to be a news show. Half a sports center now is debate. Mm-hmm. Half a sports center now or is not debate, maybe, but opinion. Well, they bring and in analysis. a correspondent and the correspondent yes. talks for eight minutes. And pundits. So and it's been that way. Guys, and it ha- re- unfortunately, it has to be that way now yeah. because the assumption is oh, you yeah. have your phone. If you care, you've seen it. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch something they're not into. And you and I. I mean, this has been on since we've been in college. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. You've been a little older, but it was definitely on like ESPN LA and the whole thing and live mm-hmm. Sports Center that came out when I was in college. College was fifteen years ago. And I realized I know all these names. I didn't tape hockey. I taped one hockey series. I got into hockey one time. Stanley Cup Finals, Dallas Stars, Buffalo Sabres. I taped taped the games. Dominic Hasek taped Mm. the freaking games. One of the Mm -hmm. stars to win. Don't know why. One of the stars to win. And you realize I had memory. Yes, I had memory because the, the Red Wings were good. And they were on every episode, and they were showing them every episode. And so you got used to Stevie Y and, 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 yeah. and, and all those different Federoff. guys. You, you got used to all those players. Pavel Burry. And now you don't have a chance. So it's it's killed it. And this goes back to what you were wanting to talk about on Monday. We talked a little bit about it in the 9 o'clock hour. Tennis isn't on your – tennis is not on your product. Not anymore, either. no. And you didn't watch it on Sunday. I did. I was the only one who didn't, apparently. I watched it. And I thought, I see Patrick McEnroe and John McEnroe and Chris Fowler leading both of them, and I thought it was great. And it makes me want to check out the U.S. Open. We accuse each other of, you only like this sport, and you only like that sport. It's really what they let us like. Like, if you're just... watching SportsCenter, they spend all this time on the NFL – Guys, what is there to talk about except for Deshaun Watson? Mm-hmm. We're going over this top ten list, and I, and I participate in it as well. I don't even think it's a problem, by the way. It's just what society is now. I'm, I'm getting into this Lamar Jackson argument and, and Lamar Jackson and how he's been marginalized by the pundits out there, how it's this big, stupid argument about, about Lamar Jackson. I'm defensive of Lamar Jackson. Meanwhile, there's other things going on, and you realize like they're, the, NFLi, the NFLization – of sports where now it's just turned into we're pushing you this way and we're going to talk about it because it's the most po- it's the most popular thing to get into and because you and I do sports and we we are in a predominant football area we talk a lot of football we have so much room every person don't care who you are you have so much room for your favorite sport your second favorite sport your third favorite sport and then there's that's it. Okay, so I, that's a product line. I have a lot. I have a lot. I want to. I want to get into this. Please, I, I find, yeah, this, sorry, I find this to be so I, interesting. I, 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 I got no, so no, worked up. There. No, Go and ahead. I think this, this is a jumping off point on the hockey conversation, and it's I'm going to turn it to baseball. So so much of what you were talking about. In I got to sound like an academic here, <laughs> you know, I'm, my condescending tone. Yeah. But 
and it's com, comms 101, right? And it actually enters into your psychology. So it's agenda setting and it's primacy effect. Okay, these are two. These are two kind of academic wonky terms, those but are, those are big. But, terms. I'm out already. But you, he's out. Yeah. I'm boring everybody. But agenda setting, it's chicken or the egg on say what you like in the world, what you like in either sports, what you like uh, in terms of how does marketing impact you uh, neurologically? Mm-hmm. Does it does it send you to the stores to buy Oreo cookies because you saw an ad for Oreo cookies or Doritos? Okay, the Super Bowl would tell you. Yes, yes, there is a d- dramatic effect, both short-term and long-term. So I'm going to get to what I'm talking about. Agenda setting. So every day, our whole lives, uh, when we were young in, in Sports Center, they would tell you, here's the most important thing. The Lakers game that just wrapped up at, at, you know, on the East Coast at 1 in the morning or 12 in the morning, that's going to lead Sports Center when you wake up. That's going to lead Sports Center. 6 a.m., you're getting that. Okay, the Cowboys game. You're getting that. Mm-hmm. The Yankees, you're getting that. And so what has that done over time? Why are there more Yankee fans around the country than anything else? Why are there more Los Cowboy Angeles fans. Lakers fans? What did you say? Cowboys fans. Why are there more Cowboys fans? So it's chicken or the egg. Are there more of those? Because they're, are, Is the coverage on ESPN of those things because they're just more fans? Well, they'll show you research that says when we are not talking Yankees, Cowboys, uh, Notre Dame back in the day, Maybe now it's Alabama mm-hmm. or whatever. When we are not talking about those things, people go, click, there's other options now. Well, back then, when we were younger, there weren't other options. Yeah, it was just easy. They had your attention. So if they're showing you a Baltimore Orioles-Mariners game, you're not turning the channel. You're watching it. So all of a sudden, hey, Brady Anderson's having a great year. He's hitting home runs. Right. Probably should watch. And now I'm like, man, right. I, I'm Brady Anderson. B.J. Serhoff, BJ Chris Serhoff. Oils. You think, you're remembering all the names? You know, and, oh. you, and you know all of them. Well, why in the world today, in 2022, would they show you an Orioles highlight? Unless they're winning 10 in a row, which they are right now. Why would they show you that? You're, you're going click. I'm going to Netflix. Yeah. I'm going to TikTok. I'm good. So now this chicken of the egg thing ends up being a Darwinism, wow. right? So now you're, you're, you're eating. Like these, these lower forms are getting eaten. So hockey, when ESPN didn't have it, gone. That's all gone. Uh, baseball. Unless it's the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Cubs, and now the Cubs are having a down cycle, gone. Uh, football, almost any team is important, but you know what? The Titans aren't as important, so they're kind of in the back burner because we have a Dak Prescott conversation about his contract. Or, oh, we we have this guy wanting out of the 49ers. 49ers, not not as popular, but Debo Samuel wanting out? That's a star player who was in the AFC, NFC Championship game. Boom, product, you know, right, right in the forefront. Yeah. So what happens is that in this day and age where you have such a splintered audience already and you need to keep the audience you have, what can grab your attention if you're already watching? Stephen A. screaming about the UFC. You don't care about the UFC, but you care about Stephen A. screaming about yeah, the UFC, something he knows absolutely nothing about. You care about the personality talking about it. So why do you think the NBA conversations are all about Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving? Oh, this Cavs team that's exciting, maybe down the road, but right now, not so much. So you're not going to get a steady diet of analysis on the Cavs offseason. But you sure as hell are going to get a conversation about that. Or James Harden. What about Devin Booker? We're going to try to push Devin Booker now because you don't really care about Phoenix unless they get Kevin Durant. And that is where sports is today, which is why, can you name me a national show outside of Mad Dog Russo? 
that is talking a ton of baseball. I mean, Dan Patrick, that was gone no. years ago. No. Years ago. Jim I remember, Rome. I remember Rome had takes he on the Dodgers. He had a lot of baseball. Pedro Guerrero. That's right. Steroids era. It was every yeah. day. It was every day. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, fans have kind of I reacted. I realize that was the last stand of national talk on yeah. baseball. Yeah. So, I, I, think, I think there was agenda setting over time that they told you what was important in the late 90s and into the 2000s. And then you, you by, by virtue of that, you became a fan of what they talked about. The other things yeah. got pushed to the side. And now today, because of that, splintered audience, too many options, you only care about so many things. And oftentimes it's going to be the NFL. It's going to be college football. And what else? What the hell do people care about in masses? Yes, NBA, yeah, younger people do. I got into a back and forth, but they with don't care about, about the games. About the NBA. They don't care about the specific games. No, Ken, they don't care about the stars. You're Ken, right. even the finals, even the finals didn't have huge ratings. You know what does get clicks? The day after the finals are over, Kevin Durant, yeah. Kyrie Irving, yeah. which is kind of a shame. It is. That's true. Because I think we're are we taking advantage of watching the sports? We have more access to sports than we ever have. Are we taking advantage of it? We're not. And more niche audiences. Yeah. So I know people that watch the tennis network. I mean, it's not just Dustin Fox either. My buddy Ross, who goes to Andy, Flushing every Andy. year and used to go, Andy. They, Ross, what, they, well, Ross goes used to Flushing to go, every he year? Used to, used to, wow. when he wasn't married. And so I do, have, <laughs> I do have friends that they're like, well, screw this. If you're not going to talk about this on TV, if you're not going to talk about it on the radio, I'm just going to go find what I want. I'm going to go to the tennis channel, which is a, a legitimate channel. Yeah. You have former sports center anchors anchoring the tennis channel. And they're interviewing these tennis stars. You're not getting that anywhere else except for the Grand Slams. Mm-hmm. Golf. My friends have watched the Golf Channel for years. Golf Network or Golf Channel, yeah. And Tiger Woods, um, that was the one place that you could get other guys, not Tiger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Tiger wasn't really doing a lot of one-on-ones with – he certainly wasn't doing it with Chambly and, and the other guys that were on the, the – to Steve Sands, but he was on ESPN. Well, the casual fans, they, they had Tiger and Phil over there. Who's going to follow these other guys? That's such a good point. So that's all that's done is now – But I feel – and listen, I, I'm a grown man now, and you are too, and so is Owen. We have other interests. You know, we found girls, and now we have kids. Mm-hmm. You're, you have one on the way. We have other interests. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I still even feel then, and I shouldn't just say, well, give us all one show and repeat it. Because that's, I mean, that's not 2022. I mean, you, you can do amazing things with communication and television. But I feel like I was more well-rounded. And I, I talk sports for a freaking living, but I feel I was more well-rounded as a sports fan in those days. Because you and I sat at the bar at Pizza 216 watching tennis one time last year or the year before, mm-hmm. and we were making fun of ourselves because we had no idea who was playing the tennis, and you and I were going back and forth naming 90s tennis players, and we didn't realize that, yeah, we saw highlights of the French Open, and they showed all these players, and we remembered them because we watched the same episodes of Sports Center mm-hmm. every day. So a guy who's the sixth-ranked tennis player in the world, we don't know who he is. In the 90s, it was Michael Chang. He was always a yep. threat. I'll go further. <laughs> The to- what's going on as we speak right now? There's an event going on right now. Very popular event when we were young. And well, you British Open? No. Well, okay, but another one. Oh, okay. The Tour de France. Oh yeah. my gosh. We knew Greg LeMond. Yeah. Right. 
obviously Lance Armstrong, but there, yeah. there were Samuel Huffy. There were there were names. There were names that you knew because they won Kathy the stage. Ireland did have a bike. How in the hell do you think any kids today know what happens if you win a stage of the Tour de France? If you were to ask somebody who's on Twitch or TikTok that you would put on if you're the overall leader, you wear the yellow the jersey. The yellow jersey, right. But what right. if you win and then the stage? Don't, don't you wear like a red or a purple jersey? If you Is there the another one? I, I don't even remember. One, yeah. but, but back in the day, back in the day, it was like, okay, now the Tour de France is getting their three minutes on SportsCenter. You think they're doing three minutes? They would just show the wrecks today. That's ES- all they show. ESPN2, I, I would come home after hanging out at my buddy's house, and it'd be like midnight, and you get to watch the running. They had the running the bulls. on ESPN2. Yep. And I, I marked it down and, and put a reminder there. Like, uh, you had oh, to write it on, on your desk calendar. Running of the Bulls, ESPN2. Well, and depending how your cable was set up, ESPN News was always your fail safe, yep. right? Like, That's right. I didn't see my thing. Let me go over here and watch this. Let's go see where it would happen watch to Bob Stevens, guy, former, yeah. former Channel 5 anchor. But he that was, was over the good ESPN thing. News. Yeah, because you might get your local guy. <laughs> yeah. He got called up to ESPN News. And you're like, well, maybe one day. He'll be on the really big show. But and then he, some guys didn't make there. it out of the farm system. No, you know, that, that always... Uh... I mean, that was big for us. In Tulsa, John Anderson was in Tulsa, and that was the big oh, one. Oh, that's right, yeah. Was And he always oh, referenced right. the Texas League, which is where the Tulsa Drillers played. So he would always reference the Rangers were our, our major league club, so all of those guys played in Tulsa at one point. That's cool. And... We loved it. You know what loved I also everything about it. You know what I also we watched a ton of the 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 hog tying or the the rodeo. The, the rodeo stuff. That was on all the time. I couldn't think of the name. That was on a ton, and you would watch yeah. it. You'd watch yeah. guys get bucked, well, and you're like, "How the hell the, do you survive this?" That's why world TV. That's why like we RFB. speak so Fox highly News. of of the world's strongest man. Of the world's strongest yeah. man, like I yeah, I've seen recent men now. You have no. I've idea. seen recent ones where I. Even the boys will become, and my boys are all athletic, and they all, you know, the oldest one is in the weight room four days a week now. And like, I go, look at this. They are doing the Atlas Stones right now. And mm-hmm. he's like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> seen. Your sons can and kiss like, my ass. He's like, Those are- you know what's awesome, Dad? Let's go to YouTube and watch people play video games. Oh, man, that sucks. I call him a loser. Atlas Stones were the, Atlas Stones were great. They had the, the bus pull is the one that Throwing, everybody wanted to see. I like to we we get the five gallon jugs right, and when yeah. they're empty, I like to take them out back and throw them over my head you over a the, wall. Yeah, I just Alima knew exactly what I was I doing. Exactly they had that cake was, toss, and yeah. they would do it like one arm. Then you had what was the one where they held the axes out on either side, yeah. and they then you had to hold them up for as long as you could, and like ha- have them Imagine up against the, the torture the wood. And then that. later years, they got into they would pull a bus and then a semi truck. And then an airplane. They had those, um, those, those like ob- They weren't obstacle courses because you were just carrying heavy right. things. But you. Had, it was like, a relay race. Yeah, like you, the um, the carrying of the um, uh, anvil. Like yeah. You carried an anvil in each hand or something like that, and then you had to pick up a boat anchor and <laughs> and drag that like thirty feet. Like it was. Why were these stuff. guys not fighting on the front lines for us? <laughs> They might not have been able to dodge too much, but they were all it. from Iceland. Yeah, they can't afford, they can't do it because they're all from Iceland. They're not our country. All right, we have an active list of Golden <laughs> Girls guest stars, courtesy of Brian Dickey. You probably just Wikipedia'd them. Yeah, he probably Leslie did. Nielsen, Debbie Reynolds, Sonny Bono, Jerry Orbach, Dick Van Dyke, Bob Hope, Mickey Rooney, Alex Trebek, 
Mario Lopez, Burt Reynolds, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino was. He must have just been a someone starving actor trying to get some, trying to get some run. What I was thinking with this, I was thinking, and uh, George Clooney. He was, according to this list by Brian Dickey, he was on Golden Girls. So you were right. See, I thought he was just Owen. I didn't remember. I thought he was just on Roseanne. He might have been a. uh, That might have been his first like. Walk on part. Roseanne was an actual reoccur. He was a mm. a character, a reoccurring character there. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.